Hello, everyone. Happy 2024. It's been a while since we've had a podcast and video for Virtual Rolodex. To remind you, I'm Christian Dracek. I am the hostess of Virtual Rolodex for TXCPA Houston, where I bring you different individuals and share their story with you so you get to know them and build relationships with them. And today I have a member of TXCPA Houston, Heather Bain. Heather, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your firm? Oh, yes. Thank you, Christy. Um, So I am um, Heather Bain. I own Bain CPA Business Strategies, LLC, focused on small business and small not-for-profits. Uh, that need someone to fill in the gap and help take them through a journey to bring the fear away from entrepreneurship. Um, Because of course, we all know running your own firm or business can be intimidating. There are lots of compliance issues to deal with and plenty of decisions. And I help them make decisions and make sure they're in compliance with um, various Um, regulatory authorities like the IRS and their local um, taxation, you know, for like Harris County appraisal district, things like that. So um, I just help take the fear out of small business. Yeah. And a lot of those small business owners are probably very appreciative that you're willing to (laughs) talk to the IRS or (laughs) and the comptroller of Texas and be like, okay, it's all going to be okay. Cause you get that letter and your heart sinks. So Mm -hmm. great that you're there for those small um, businesses and entrepreneurs who they have a passion, just may not have that business sense in the back. Um, And I've been told they need someone in their corner. Mm-hmm. Very much so, because mm-hmm. sometimes entrepreneurship, small business ownership is a, can be a lonely island. And I that's mm-hmm. why I started Virtual Rolodex. So that island gets filled with different individuals to be part of that team, whether it be a CPA such as yourself or marketing or someone else on the investment side, strategic advising, because it takes a village to make a business successful. Right. And with that entry, why you know, why did you become a CPA though? I mean, because well, that's huge journey. Yes. And it was, is funny. So I had earned my MBA from HBU, which is now HCU. And um, at the time I had a, a three-year-old and a couple of um, teenagers. And um, as their college years approached, I was thinking I need to to enhance my career. Um, I had gone back to work as a bookkeeper for an energy company. And of course we know the energy industry is a bit cyclical. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I, I'm a bookkeeper, um, but I did a lot more in my role than just bookkeeping um, because of such a small company. And and I need more money, so I'm going to need to get promoted. And I also um, knew that with the cyclical nature of, of energy, I wanted something that would be more stable. So I went back to college and earned all of my accounting and you know technical writing and everything that you have to have to sit for the CPA exam. So um, I passed all four parts the first time because... Uh, I just studied, you know, you get, you get in that headspace that just like study until you 
are dreaming in CPA language. And then um, when I when I became a CPA, I was actually able to fulfill uh, my dream of putting my girls through college without having to take on any debt. Oh, that is so wonderful. And for and I got promoted. <laughs> see, I mean, you put it out there in the universe, but you also worked hard. And for the students mm -hmm. may be listening to this going, oh, my gosh, dreaming about CPA land and all that. <laughs> the thing is, like Heather said, like she passed all four parts. Don't get intimidated by that. I, I passed all four parts, just not at once. And that's OK. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing like I want everyone to take away is like hard work pays off. Mm -hmm. Like your daughters went right. to college without debt hanging over their right. head after they mm -hmm. graduate, which is huge. And that is what's so great about the accounting profession. They mm -hmm. need us all the time. Like there's right. always going to be a job, especially if you have those mm -hmm. three letters behind your name. And yes, energy. I was in energy also. And I saw the ups and the downs and, you know, every mm -hmm. few years, like, am I going to still have a job or are they exactly. going to you know, cut me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, it's like oh, good year this year. And so, you know, I stuck it out for over 10 years, loved my time there, but it is something in the back of your mind going, well, when is it coming? Mm -hmm. um, what do you love about having those three letters behind your name? What do you love about <laughs> being having your own firm, being a CPA? Okay, so biggest, biggest benefit is that people trust me. And then I get to prove that I'm trustworthy. It builds such deep re relationships. Um, so I've been asked, you know, for help with, uh, with estate planning and with winding down people's estates when their loved ones die. And and just so many really, really important things that people trust you with. They trust CPAs with so many intimate details about their lives, their dreams for their children to go to college. And how do I save for that tax efficiently? Um, dreams of retirement, um, building a business. How do I advance my company, you know, and make sure that I'm still in compliance you know, they, they just open up their whole life to you and you get to be their trusted advisor. And so that's what I really love is the depth of relationships. I have, I still have relationships with friends that were clients that they didn't need me anymore, but we still talk about our lives because I know their family so well and what they wanted out of life. And so we were deep friends as well. Plus all of my fellow CPAs um, are in this together, you know, and you have a really strong community in, in being a CPA. I love that. And for anyone who's listened to any of my podcasts or talked to me in person, you guys know relationships is that's my word. And I love how you say you deepen that relationship because with those three letters, it does come with a lot of responsibility of being a trusted advisor. And I want to emphasize that Heather, you talked about estate planning and helping them wind down. And while that impacts numbers and numbers come into it, a lot of times accountants are, they're just being counters. They just work with numbers, but you have to have such a strategic outlook to help them with the planning. That's, you know, something that 
we sometimes miss in the accounting world of emphasizing that you, yes, you use the numbers, but you got to look at the whole picture and be very strategic. Mm And as a trust advisor, you get to learn all this and then share it with your clients, which your clients are like, yay, I don't have to worry about that. And that's, that's why they hire you. And so that is so great. And mm-hmm. with that, you brought into the community of CPAs and I would be remorse remor- to talk about TXCPA Houston and your involvement. How did you get involved with TXCPA Houston? Well, it's funny. As soon as I passed the CPA exam, I was offered a free membership. And, you know, being that I'm I emphasize cost accounting so much, um, I was like, well, free is free. So I joined and then saw the value immediately. Um, The value in um, having that networking group, the community of CPAs, um, and just fun events to attend that that are related to our industry. So when you got involved, how how did that feel coming to your first event? Did you know someone? Did someone invite you? I didn't know. I just got an email um, and and showed up and everybody was friendly. And the good thing is that because uh, we're not usually high extroverts, if we are extroverts, um, you don't really have anyone at the event that's just super intimidating. Um, Everybody's sort of, you know, relaxed. And so it feels pretty natural, like a family. Oh, I love those words. I am so going to put that on all of our marketing materials. <laughs> I love that because it, it is, um, I was in the same boat. I was in the industry, got my CPA here in Houston, got started getting invited. I was, I think the open house is actually one of my first ones and signed up for some committees and never looked back. And even though I'm staff, I'm still a member and love our community, love our little family we have here in Houston of mm-hmm. over 6,000 members. Love you all, family <laughs> members. You guys are great. So you are an active volunteer. You're engaged with the Energy Committee along with the CPE Committee. And, you know, I see you getting more and more involved with the um, community. What do you like about being a volunteer? Well, again, the relationships. Um it's just nice to get to meet new people and see them in a um, in a an environment where we're really working toward a common goal together, um, because that's when you really get to know people. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just shaking hands, exchanging business cards. It's really let, how are we going to reach this goal together of perf- putting on a great conference or getting the word out to um, to companies that we have an energy committee and just whatever we're we're trying to work toward together it's fun to work together well we have such a diverse membership and diverse backgrounds you have those in public accounting those in industry those in Mm -hmm. education being on these committees and yeah having you all come together for a common goal and seeing how you work together and um i've been around long enough to see like the leadership styles and People mm-hmm. growing up, I, I love right. seeing the ones who, you know, mm-hmm. coming out of their shell and being more engaged with others. So I just love that. And as a CPA, as someone who went back to college and took the, you know, the initiative, what is something that you would like the future generation of CPAs to know? Mm-hmm. That we're not all nerdy 
introverts. That's important to note. Um, um, it's funny, my husband sat for the CPA exam back probably in the 70s and said it was um, it was just not for him because he's an extrovert. Uh, but with technology changes and and how the profession has evolved so much with different roles. Um, it's just a totally different kind of experience than what they had portrayed, like in the movies, you know, when uh, you have Coke bottle glasses and you never leave your desk and your best friend is your stapler. I mean, <laughs> or calculator. It's not like that. Now we are using AI. We're using um some of the best technology to make our jobs work more smoothly. And we also have a really important role in our companies. We're not, we're not admin. We're really like in a more advisory role. Yeah. Even so when you're in industry, you mm -hmm. have a voice because you, you see the numbers, you can, mm -hmm. you can, you see the fluctuations, you see the story. You right. know, numbers tell a story and I get really excited when I like look at right. 10Ks because it's like, that's the story. And as an accountant, you have a primary role in that. Right, exactly. And so even Mike Eisner um, became CEO of Disney because he was coming up through the accounting department and saw the business as a whole. And they, they were like, well, who better to put the whole company um you know put in charge of the whole company but the person who knows how all the pieces fit together and can make it the most efficient possible yeah and that's happening if when you read the articles there's many ceos who have that financial accounting mm -hmm. background exactly that, you know it, it takes it takes a lot of skill to be able to bring it all together mm -hmm. and accountants exactly. have that ability cpas you know we we see things analytically, but we also can see it in a big picture way that we can advise others of like, hey, you know, here's the trends I'm seeing. Here's what I'm hearing from the markets. You know, we might want to switch in that. And it's just amazing mm -hmm. that when I have one-on-ones with people of like, this is really what I do as a CPA. It's not just mm -hmm. numbers. It's right. really looking at the big picture of life. Right. Exactly. So great. And, you know, we do have a pipeline, like it's narrowing down. Everyone's like, oh my goodness, there's not enough CPAs, which there isn't because there's been more and more businesses. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing that I look at. I was not an economics person, never will be by no supply and demand just mm -hmm. enough to be like, the thing is that there's more and more and more businesses happening. So you do need right. more CPAs. Um, so when we are looking at high school students and junior high school, students who are just like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. What would you, what are some words you would say to advise them that the accounting world is really a, the, a good path to take? Well, it's, it's a broad path. Um, there are lots of opportunities. It opens doors that just other types of majors don't open. I remember when I was getting my general business degree in undergrad, and our our accounting professor said, "Well, you could major in marketing, but marketing is always changing. You can you can market uh, major in management, 
but management techniques and styles are pretty much like fashion. Um, and But he said, if you major in accounting or finance or both, then you have a really solid platform for understanding business and for being flexible to to take on the changes that will that will come along for decades. And I think that's a great I love what your professor said about marketing because I'm learning marketing is like what was good last year isn't like I have to pivot all the time but right. as an accounting you know, it is ever changing. The landscape is always changing. And it's always really interesting to see what's going on because you got to take in everything. But I think sometimes we get the bad thing like, oh, it's the same old thing day in, day out. And I'm like, if I had a day that was the same day in, day <laughs> out, I think a week would be nice. But even when I was in an industry, there's always something either to learn, to mm-hmm. master or improve. I mean, right. It's always changing. You're you're having to pivot a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know that pivot was a 2020 word, word because of um, the pandemic. Or we have to pivot here, pivot here. I'm like, we're accountants. We were like, well, this is normal. We just, we always have to pivot because of new laws <laughs> right. and new regulations, compliance, what the client wants. Because the client okay. is like, oh, I want this today. Oh, you know what? That was yesterday. So today I want this. And so we, I think we're really good at juggling and pivoting. Right. And with your clients, you probably see it day in, day out. So for my last question, because of the name of the show, I want to make sure we get to this <laughs> is why should have Heather Bain be in everyone's virtual Rolodex, including fellow CPAs? Well, I'm always willing to help, um, whether that's just to listen to your frustrations, <laughs> which I hope you don't have too many of them, um, or your accomplishments, because I love it when I hear a shout out about someone's accomplishments. Um, Like I have fellow CPAs who have started a podcast, who have um, written books that are doing, you know, doing speaking engagements and starting a new firm or getting promoted. I mean, there's so many things to celebrate. Who better to celebrate with someone who wants to be in your corner. I love that. And I'm sure your clients love that you celebrate their wins. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) for everyone who is seeing this and listening to this, Heather's contact information will be in the show notes. So you can reach out to her and celebrate your wins this week. Mm -hmm. And Heather, thank you so much for being a guest on the virtual Rolodex. I appreciate the time, the energy and everything you do for the CPA profession. Thank you.